0: Brian. are we live on youtube yep holy cow live on youtube here we go hi. and let me uh get navigated over there i probably need to stop slack because all these alerts are going to come through and people get here i have gotten so many emails on uh ryan there's uh there's all these alerts from slack coming through and so I've, i got to be careful with that but live. hi sorry stephanie what
1: i heard one the moment you put yeah
0: Send me an email about it. I love that.
2: It was me. I was testing it. I was slacking, slacking him.
0: So we are back though, Todd. Brute Agile. We've brought Agile Socks Stephanie Ackerman on. We're going to check into the beers, but I want to hear that story too, because I don't think I've ever gotten the whole yeah. Agile Socks Stephanie kind of connection, but... First things first, we have to jump into the beers, right? We have to, yeah. because this is our time box. The cup is the time box. And so we'll see where we're at. But tonight or today, depending on where you're at, I had a special delivery from one of our good friends, Eric Weber. He, uh, he air airdro- he air dropped, um, many, many four packs on my front porch from the gathering place out of Wisconsin. So Eric, you're awesome. I am drinking King's alley from the gathering place. It's an alt beer five uh, percent alcohol. It is so wonderful. So Gathering Place in Wisconsin, order beer from them. They'll ship it right to your door. I'm loving this stuff. So it's the King's Alley. Stephanie, what are you rocking tonight?
1: Well, I'm sort of making my own rules with your time box. So I'm drinking two beers in mini glasses.
2: <laughs> it so worked. I-
1: having a beer tasting sweet because i honestly i mean you can't do that at home unless you just make it up right (laughs) Right. so i'm making it up and i'm drinking seventh sun so i'm an ipa fan the scientist is an amazing like typical west coast style ipa and then i'm also drink drinking their double ipa um which has even cooler label uh called proliferous um so yeah Mm -hmm. i'm a I also, this is also a, um, just say it's a self-care mechanism. I feel like when you put your beer into tiny glasses, you drink less beer overall. I don't know, like, I, I'm like I, feel oh, like, I-
2: I always like, drink it faster though. Cause it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's like a beer shot. And
1: <laughs> yeah. well, I'm experimenting to see if I can drink less with this new method. Very good. <laughs> Although I've already opened two beers. <laughs>
0: I I would say the science is still out. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. But um, the Seventh Sun Brewing is just an amazing brewery in Columbus. I have no idea if you can actually get it mailed, um, but they're doing local delivery, which is pretty sweet.
0: Cool. No, hey, we got to support local, right? So Columbus brews. And actually, your craft brewed uh, beer scene is just insane. We have amazing
1: beer here. Yeah. And I, so when the uh, pandemic started... I had a delivery as well from your the beer, the beer you're drinking. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, but that's all gone, right?
1: Oh, yeah. it's not <laughs> <last> very long.
0: <laughs> no, Eric's awesome. He uh he's been drop shipping uh, a lot of PSTs some some great beer from from the gathering place and so we appreciate that. Todd, what uh what so, nastiness of uh, uh what nastiness yeah, yeah. Have you uh, I,
2: I'm, really, I'm well-known, Stephanie, for my bizarre beers. I, I drank a strawberry milkshake IPA on this one time. Today, I'm going to do a beer called um, Citric uh, Citra Cutting Tiles. It's a double IPA by, made by Trillium. So this uh, Trillium is a, is in Boston. They make really, if you like IPAs, I don't know if you've had Trillium yet, Stephanie, they uh-huh. make what I consider to be some of the best IPAs in the country. So I'm pretty stoked about this. My I cousin know. sent me a care ba- package down from... He lives in Billarica. Oh, comes was in a time at
1: when you were in Boston and I was in Boston and you had a duffel bag full of beer. <laughs> Do you remember that?
2: <laughs> no, that doesn't Do sound like you? me. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't sound like me at all, Stephanie. Stop <laughs> lying. <laughs> it was, was at the time it was weird. I like I was I my my home airport's BWI, and I was like going to get in line at BWI, and I'm like. Stephanie? And she's like, what's up, Todd? And I'm like, this is really weird. Why are you in my, why are you in my airport? And she's like, (laughs) that was like, was going through my head. There were
1: actually two instances. So the time you're talking about was like a total random, like we passed through airports on the way to Boston um, and we're on the same flight. And then, but the second time though, was we were in, we were at scrum.org for an event and you had, I think maybe like driven somewhere or like you had gotten beer at some special brewery that you loved or really wanted to try and that was like literally what was on your what you were checking a duffel bag of beer
2: oh yeah that's um, right I think
1: you might have shared uh, like a, a lift to the airport
2: that's right
1: and I will always remember and I was just like why have I never thought of this before?
2: <laughs> Brilliant. It really yeah, is. yeah. I, I, I bring like a couple extra, like or, no, a couple less pairs of clothing. You know, i just rock one pair of jeans for a week so I could throw a duffel bag in and get beer home.
0: Right? You know, actually, you
1: opened my world.
0: I, I was visiting Todd, I, we did a, a book thing in New York and then we went into, uh, where we go, York? We were, so we, were, we went from New York, we took the train into Pennsylvania. Um, I was flying out of what, Lancaster? Where did I fly out of? Harrisburg. Harrisburg. And he I mean, he sends me home with like how many <laughs> cases of beer that I've tried to sneak into a bag and get home. And it's just like, yeah, it's just it's your thing, Todd. It is my thing. I guess you could call me like a, a beer mule. I don't I don't I, know. I think like, that's perfect. Yeah. You can
2: by the way, for anybody listening, you can you can get two cases if you check them very easily. And go southwest because you can check two bags for free.
0: Mm-hmm. And, so just bring an extra bag. Just yeah, I, do, you have a, do you have a beer bag, Todd? I do.
2: Yeah. You know. You know who else? You know who else is really good at this topic is Rich, Rich Vistaski. Yep.
0: Because
2: Rich drove. I was. I met Rich in Milwaukee, and he drove me an hour and forty-five minutes south of Midway, which where I was flying out of, to take me to this brewery. And he brought all this equipment to wrap my beers in. And I'm like. Like I was like, dude, I was just gonna jam him in there and throw some dirty clothes on him. He's like, no, you got to wrap it like this. I'm like, holy cow! Like he's better than me.
1: That's you
0: know?
2: impressive. Oh.
0: yeah. Miller, you got it. the game was upped. Yeah. So Stephanie, it's awesome you're joining us. Yeah, um, thank you. I've always had a question I wanted to ask you. So for those of you who don't know, Stephanie is currently or rolling off of as one of the stewards for the Professional Scrum Master Class at Scrum.org. She's in that transition phase, I think, where she spent the last two or three years in that role. So basically, if you are taking a class from a PST, from a professional scrum trainer with stromware.org, and you're sitting in the PSM course, you're probably working with or meeting a trainer who has in some way been taught or influenced by Stephanie. So there's this huge impact that she's had on the community. She's been writing a lot of the, the course updates with Simon Randall, who was on um, last week. And so... Huge name in our community, and she she runs a great uh, consulting business and, and training business on her own, and she named it Agile Socks. And I've always wanted to know, like I have, her, I have too. I get your emails, and I see it, and I'm the, I have the same
2: curiosity as Ryan. So like I'm so stoked to hear about. It.
1: Well, um, I don't know if the story is going to be exciting enough, but I'll go ahead and tell you. Um, like most things I do, I I just kind of roll with it, like figure things out along the way. And when I decided to go independent and start my company, you know, like of course the first thing you're thinking about is like, what's the name? What's my website domain I'm gonna buy? And I knew I needed like something related to agility, scrum, um, just cause I wanted people to understand like what my focus was. And I also didn't want like the, I really hope I don't offend anyone here, but I'll go ahead and say it anyways. Um, I didn't want like the business buzzword bingo game, um, you know, where you just like have a whole bunch of like really fancy sounding words like jammed around the word agile. Uh, I wanted something sort of like funny, playful, a little weird, like just any of those things. And I, for some reason, remembered this time when a coworker of mine, um, we were, we were just at like a work event and he was like, hey, Socks. And I was like, that's kind of weird. Like he just called me Socks. Well, the his so my last name is Ackerman. And so even though that's a really hard name to pronounce, for some reason people have called me Ackerman a lot in my life, like they'll just call me by my last name. And if you, if you join a company, what's the short name you get? First yeah. and the last name, so Sockerman. And so like some people like started calling me soccerman, and they thought it was funny because, you know, what? It, okay, it sounds kind of funny, uh, soccerman. And this one guy like was like, oh, hey, Socks, like he shortened it again. Like it was like lengthened and then shortened. And um, I guess one of my coworkers said to him, she really likes to be called Socks. And it, so it's just this like silly little thing. It only happened once. And for some reason in my brain, I like, tr- I like remembered that and was like agile socks. Like, hmm, like what if I just, yeah, let's just put those words together. Nobody knows what it means. It's personal because it's a play on my name. Um, it's memorable because it's weird. Um, and I can make up a whole lot of stories about it, about what it has to do with like You know, you need the right type of socks for the right type of thing you're doing. Like if you're hiking, if you're running, I don't know. Like I can make a whole bunch of random stuff.
2: I wear my blue socks on every sprint review. (laughs) 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 Right.
1: Like I could actually brand socks now. Like, you know, the the sky is the limit with this name. Um, But honestly, like I said to myself, I can totally change my company name later. I'm not gonna overthink it. I'm just gonna go with agile socks. And then like people would start calling me agile socks like just referring to me that way and i was like yeah this is stuck this isn't <laughs> me.
0: i like it yeah sure. i mean every class every person who takes a class though should be walking out the door with a pair of socks right i know i, mean, I
1: need to get on that
0: right <laughs> <laughs> i would wear them I mean, yeah yeah let us know when you
2: do that because ryan and i want to come sit in the class so we can get a pair of agile socks
1: so I do get spam frequently from companies trying to sell me like customized socks, for, <laughs> like, like for real. Like I get spam thinking I'm a sock making company.
0: Nice. <laughs> That's awesome.
1: Yeah.
0: That's always a fallback if we're not allowed to meet uh, in in face to face kind of classes anymore, right? Yes,
1: true. Um, Learn to knit. <laughs>
0: so, <laughs> you can knit socks. <laughs> Yeah, this is so much better. <laughs> yeah, I got I,
2: I've got twelve orders and I just got one finished after three weeks.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's
1: pretty much how long it would probably take me.
2: Nice. I actually, I actually thought so. You and I've talked quite a bit. You're a big traveler. Yes. Mm-hmm. I somehow interpreted it. This is great to know because I somehow interpreted it because that it had to represent your the, how much you like to travel. Hmm. Yeah.
1: I mean, it could. The, that's the thing. You can read anything into it, right? It's kind of yeah. random.
0: So you are also, as Todd mentioned, a, a big traveler. You actually have a travel blog, right? The Travel Chica?
1: I do, but I haven't updated it in a really long time, and I've been bad about it since I actually started my own business. Yeah, I do <laughs> yeah, have a travel blog. The Travel Chica.
0: So if if you could go anywhere in the world then. So I always ask people who are like these prolific travelers, if you could take one last trip, where's that ticket? Where's that flight going? Hmm. Uh-oh. That's a really hard question. Where's your heart at?
1: Um, so like, all right, so I'll cheat and I'll be like, I'm going to fly to South America and then I'll travel all around South America again. Cause I've already, okay. I've been to South America, but like I love South America and there's so much I didn't see when I was there. So I would take my flight to probably like Argentina and then like take buses and you know travel around that'd be my cheating answer okay if I like literally only had like I got to go one place hold
0: on a minute let me check in with the producers okay nope you're allowed to just say south south south. we have it (laughs) yes you're good good. hold on wait yeah that's that's an okay answer (laughs)
2: I'm getting a mixed signal because Bob is—he's telling me that he needs more specificity, (laughs) and I said that wrong. (laughs) Let's
0: take it up to the booth. Uh, No, we're good. We'd like an instant replay.
1: (laughs) What time did you guys? um, Uh, Just
0: when this started. We uh, we miss sports so
1: badly. Oh, okay. I get it now.
0: uh, It's pretty bad when like, you know, we're we're like, hey, the NFL draft is on. Maybe we should drink and get excited. It's like. (laughs) It's the draft. They're like, yeah, that's a great pick. Woohoo! And it's yeah. oh my god, it's so bad.
1: I have enjoyed the the sportscasters like making making the funny videos online of you know like sportscasting like, yep, a child playing
0: in the playground. <laughs> like bad. there's there's that video of little Johnny getting tackled. It's oh my god, <laughs> he's dead.
1: Yeah, I have to say I have been. Um, very appreciative of the level of creativity and humor that like people are sort of like tapping into um you know and it's it's very like personal for them too usually it's like something that's deeply important to them um and they're finding ways to I don't know like create from that
2: yeah and I feel like I feel like I mean I'm usually a pretty big fan of memes there's a lot of funny memes out there but I'll tell you I get like 10 a day and every single one of them makes me like crack up. Like there are some really funny memes going Most of which we can't share in this forum. <laughs> Maybe when we're not live on YouTube, I can share
0: some, some of them. We should, we should show at least one good one on screen.
2: Okay. Well. We'll
0: find a good one.
2: Challenge accepted.
0: Uh, no, it declined. <laughs> Hold on. Wait a minute. Let's go to the booth. No, we can't show that. Sorry. I'm enjoying So. This is where like, oh yeah, these, you know, the three supposed thought leaders, whatever they call us. And then we end up talking about Tiger King and everyone gets upset or <laughs> some Tiger King meme pops up and I start giggling and I'm like, I should not be laughing at this, but I do, I do. Have you watched this yet, Stephanie?
1: Of course I have, <laughs> oh my God.
0: <laughs> Finally, we could talk to someone about the oh gosh!
1: <laughs> I think I might've watched it all in a night. <laughs> <laughs> Two nights
0: maximum <laughs> all right first question did carol baskin kill her husband
1: um i think she was involved i the meat grinder thing is just like absurd.
0: <laughs> pretty and, wild right
1: that's too much work
0: Allegedly, we should say allegedly. Did she allegedly do that? You, you've made Ryan's day. I'm just oh. <laughs> you know that right now, Stephanie.
1: Do you have a different op- opinion?
2: Oh no. no! Oh no! No, absolutely not. We've had many co- Ryan and I've had many conversations. She's totally did it. I don't even think she. I think she did. Uh, it she allegedly
0: did it. <laughs> no. <laughs> not make- according to Netflix. No, I and that's the kind of silliness that we've been watching. Um, because there's no sports. Like, I really think that show took off because we can't watch baseball.
1: And it's just unbelievable. Like, it really is. Like, what?
0: Well, and then, of course, uh, on like episode three, they introduce a guy from Indiana, of all places, who's involved <laughs> in all this. And I'm like, all right, Hoosiers, way to represent. So excited to live here now. Come on. Yeah. But it's Southern Indiana. So it's oh, a,
1: little, oh, okay. a
0: little different.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
2: such a good show have you guys watched ozark are you guys ozark people
1: no i haven't but i'm hearing <laughs> about it
2: yeah so like i was kind of um i thought the first season was okay uh the second season was really dark and it like made me depressed just like watching i couldn't i couldn't watch more than like an episode because i just like i don't know Tell me the, <laughs> the third season was really good except for like the dreams i had from it like i'd wake up and i'd, like, I'd be like just did we launder the money she's like what are you talking about she's like from the car i'm like from the cartel i'm like oh wait that was never mind just having a dream about laundering money anyway watching i'm not i I don't launder money it's (laughs) watch ozark
0: god it's honestly amazing to me that our wives don't just smother us in the middle of the night
2: (laughs) i know
1: (laughs) i have had to actually cut out certain television shows because like I like this level of stress and the level of like really like screwed up dreams that you can have in this situation Mm -hmm. like I had to stop watching The Walking Dead I literally can not handle it I was like nope and it wasn't like the whole like zombies like people dying it was that they were like it's more the human like the human stories at this level where they're Mm -hmm. like killing off your favorite people and you're like why are you doing this to
0: me Well, we, Chris and I, so my wife is, her name's Kristen, call her Chris. So if I say Chris and I, I'm talking about my wife. We were huge Walking Dead fans. And then we had this realization after watching a particular episode that the zombies are not the villains, mm-hmm. like the people. And we just had to stop. We just were like, this is, re- it's really, really bad stuff. And, but we loved the show. I've, I'm, I'm kind of glad we stopped kind of hearing some of the things that have happened since then. But, uh, yeah, it's, I, that's not a show that I would watch during a pandemic, to be sure. Like, <laughs> I
1: actually watched the movie Contagion last Ooh,
0: week. That's, that's brave.
1: I couldn't watch it the first few weeks of all this, and then I finally was, like, in a place where I was, and I kept hearing it's really good, and that it's very much actually, like, the stuff happening in our world right now is, like, in the movie. And so I was finally in a place where I was like, I think I can do this. I can watch this movie. It was actually really good. And like 8,000 stars are in it. Like every famous person you could think of is somehow in this one movie. And it is actually bizarre how much it is mirroring our, like what's happening now. Like terminology is even the same. Like the term social distancing is in the movie.
0: Wow. That's probably where they stole it from. Hey, let's <laughs> just use that. <laughs>
1: Well, I, I kind of hope. I actually wish some people might watch this film, and we might actually get ahead of this.
0: At some point, I don't know. It'd be nice, right? All right, what do they do in Contagion? All right, that should be the plan. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Maybe they are. Maybe that's what's happening. I know. No. No, it's
1: not. Like, we should have done that. <laughs> Look,
2: I, I'm going to watch it now, and then I'm going to. I'm going to. I'm not. I'm not going to take this show political, but I might lobby.
0: send a send a tweet he might see it
2: yeah yeah considering how much how much influence i have in the government you know
0: you know there is like this this undertone of pandemic going on and and so when this is watched hopefully like two or three years from now people are like what pandemic or covid what and i'm hoping that's the case i'm hoping we're not still sheltering in place and
1: oh well yeah i hope that's going to be true. I have to believe that's true, but I I do believe this is like the defining moment for, I mean, we're all going to, everything's going to be different going forward.
0: Has to be. And so that's actually the, it's the first time I think in my lifetime where I can say true complexity is blatant. Like it's always like this implied thing that life is complex, but we can put these structures in place that that make our lives look kind of neat and compact and organized. And well, I have this itinerary and I have this flight and I have this hotel reservation, I'm teaching this class and it's all, and then I send the invoice and I get paid and I get home and my wife's, you know, she's got the kids squared away and the, the financials are, that's gone mm-hmm. like that. And so Stephanie, what I've always liked about you is that you've got this amazing coaching stance. Um, like you, And it's like a powerful stance. It's like, I'm gonna take this situation I'm gonna grab it by its ears. I'm gonna make sure that this goes exactly the way I need it to. I'm gonna do all the steps I need. Like it's always this powerful approach. And I'm wondering, like, for people listening or they that are dealing with the pandemic or they're trying to like get their brains straight, like, what are you doing? Like, how how do you approach this? Like, I'm sure the, the the bad thoughts creep in, and how do you kind of push those out? And it's almost like the self help or the coping, like. What have you found? Because you have such a powerful stance, and I think it could really help people.
1: Yeah, well, it's hard. Like I like just to start there. Like um, I don't have a lot of the stressors. I think that a lot of people do, and like now, and it's still really, really hard. I have like moments of grief and fear and anxiety and worry and like just outrage and anger and all the things. Um, So I I think the most important thing for me has been accepting all of that and like letting myself be with emotion and um, like really feel it, let it pass through me. Um, (laughs) You know this for sure about me, Ryan, but I think a lot of people who know me like know like, um, like my emotions like are pretty strong and like they like kind of like all pass through me like in tears, like, Like I can cry watching some beautiful thing that brings me joy, or I can cry out of like sheer rage. So like, if you see me crying, like you should, should, I don't know if you should be afraid or happy. I don't know. Um, Just a warning. Uh, But yeah, like I'm letting myself do that. Like I'm letting myself just feel what I'm, what's happening and not being like, oh, I need to work on my new, my new online course for four hours today. It's like, do I really like, I'm not feeling it. And so like maybe I need a little self-care. So that's just like the first and foremost is like, don't push down the feelings, don't push away necessarily the bad thoughts. But you also don't wanna like be spinning on like potential like worries and assumptions and like bad stuff, right? Like that, that that crops in too and I think the biggest thing for me is like coming back to, like, it's, it's coming back to complexity, right? Like this idea that we can't predict the future and it, but what we can do is we can make choices. Like we we are going to be resilient and responsive when something new presents. And I ask myself a lot of times, do I even need to make a choice right now? Like, or do I just need to sit and wait for more information? Um, and so it's kind of leveraging a lot of what we teach in scrum and what we do when we work with scrum teams is it's like, what's the information I have? Um, and is it the right time or is the, or is this like a take a step and see what happens? Um, so those have been like my two kind of go-to like in the moment, let myself be with emotions and then also don't feel overwhelmed by trying to predict the future and make big choices. Right. Um, think about the timing of it. Yeah, and am like for you guys, like how how do those things land for you? Like, are are those things that you've been doing?
2: So it's it's been like super interesting to hear you say that because I'm just getting some like thought and like my perspective, right? Like, I don't like I'm such a snappy decision maker. <laughs> like, someone would be like, "Hey, wait, you wait, you
0: wait, wait." Some would say impulsive.
2: <laughs> impulsive, yes. <laughs>
0: okay.
2: Like example, right? Snappy. <laughs> like my buddy will call like on a Saturday morning and be like, Hey, uh, do you feel like skydiving? And I'm just like, yeah, let's do it. And no, no consideration for the fact that I've got a, you know, a a nine and an 11 year old, you know, it's just like, or do you want to do, Hey, do you feel like uh, writing a book? Yep. Cool. Yeah, let's do it.
0: That that hits a little close
2: there. (laughs) Right. Like, so I I feel like, I, I feel like, um, (laughs) know i was thinking about that and uh and uh, like i keep thinking um you know i've made a lot of like impulsive decisions i've regretted Mm. you know Uh, i i just just don't like and i've told myself that i'm and yeah i hear that a lot from the um lady sitting next to here that's can hear me talking so i gotta whisper (laughs) It's got to slow down sometimes Mm. Um, but i i think that's really that's um interesting to think about with this with this situation because like I've actually not been that impulsive. I'm I'm more relaxed now than I normally am. And I think it's because, uh, I'm home. Nobody's sick. Right. Um, luckily nobody that I really know all that well has been hurt that bad by this, uh, some financial problems and things like that, but people will get by with that. I think, um, you know, friends are always helpful in that regard, but, Yep. Yeah, gratitude,
1: gratitude is really is I think has been another really important tool for me too. Like recognizing yeah. like everything that I don't know, I don't want to say I took it for granted before, but I'm just like so much more like it's just blaring light in lights, like how much I have to be grateful mm-hmm. for.
0: Yeah. It's it's a weird situation, right? Like I um so I haven't talked about this very much. I have a, an issue with my lung, right? That I have to have, a not have to, I'm, I'm grateful that I get to have um, an, an outpatient procedure to get it fixed. And hopefully that happens, I think next Friday. Um, but running up to that, my kids are very much aware, like they've seen too much of the news where, well, if you have an underlying condition, COVID-19 will just take you out. Right. Yeah. And they, and they're, so the, that's the kind of stuff that's really gotten me. Like I'm not myself too worried. Um, cause I mean, we're incredibly privileged, right? We have plenty of money. We can shelter at home. We don't have to travel too much. We can work online. We can. And so it's, those aspects are fine, but it's really that trying to keep the kids, um, not panicked and stressed. Cause I think this, the, the, the impacts going forward will be on our, on our children are going to be immense. Mm-hmm. Like this is such, just such a stressful situation. Like when your four-year-old daughter comes up to you and says, daddy, are you going to die? It's like, oh, and it's like, well, eventually, yes. But I'm hoping that it's well after you're a, you're a very old woman with your own family and that we've had a blast with your kids and, you know, all those great things and that you've had a wonderful career and we've had such a blast over the next, I don't know, 40, 50 years that it's, it will, it'll be fine. And she's like, okay, but my boys are older and they're like, well, dad, this could really hurt you. And I'm like, ugh, I, I agree, but, you know, guys, we've, you know, I think the thing that's helped me, and, and I don't want to take this to a go too far with this, but it's actually time in scripture and faith that's mm-hmm. really kept me centered on what's important On uh, whether, I don't know where your, your backgrounds are, but for me, it's like, this is a, a blink in time. There's an eternity to consider. And so I've really been working with the kids on, regardless of what happens, good prevails, you know, and your mom's really smart and really trying to talk through that. But really just having those conversations lately has been immensely stressful, especially on the kids, because they know like, all right, if we get sick, this could really hurt dad. And but once that surgery happens, I'm fine. I'm clear of it. It's good. But it's been that kind of stuff. But otherwise, like the business and the work and the we've adapted, like we're teaching We're we've been able to to figure that out. And we're finding ways to enjoy it. But it's just some of the Watching the kids, watching a nine-year-old, a, seven, a seven-year-old, and a four-year-old have stress mm-hmm. has been one of the more difficult aspects of this whole thing.
2: Yeah. Although our sons have found each other on, on yes. Fortnite.
0: <laughs> They're coping through <laughs> through shooting each other on
2: Fortnite. <laughs> yeah. It's hooked my son up with Ryan's sons, and, and you, I can actually hear my... Son, right now, yelling at the top of his lungs. I think he's yelling at Holden. He's probably <laughs> yelling at each other. I can hear Holden. We can't. We ball. can't stop it. We, Brian and I talked about this, and I'm like, like, at what point do you just like? So, what battles do you want to fight? Right, like, it be kids. Like, not have
1: kids, but yeah. like all of my friends do, and like, you know, all my colleagues and people that I'm I'm really close to have children, and so like. I hear a lot of what you're talking about to some degree, like the, the challenges, um, you know, of like how, if your children coping with such levels of stress and anxiety, and you know, you throw in like children who you know maybe have like um, you know social challenges, and it's like, well, crap, homeschooling doesn't help them with that, you know, and it's like what you know, so there can be worries about like what is going to happen from this. Yeah. And I've also got, I'm also really lucky right now to be in um, a leadership program. Um, I'm in Coactive's 10-month leadership program, maybe two years now. I don't know how long it's going to take to get through it. <laughs> I'm halfway through.
0: Face-to-face components that might be tricky yeah. right now. We
1: had, we had two more retreats left and then now like no travel for several months. So it's, it's going to be a longer than 10-month program. But honestly, it's a huge gift in this to be like with people who are who are able to like, really like help you work on your own personal leadership, but also demonstrate leadership themselves. And, um, a lot of them are parents and like people just keep saying, you know, it's like, you're not trying, you're not working from home. You're trying to navigate a pandemic, a worldwide crisis and parent and get your work done on time. Like you're, nobody's just working from home, you know? And it, I think everybody needs to just like like just give themselves the grace in knowing that like um, it's just love your kids and do your best. Um, You know, I I think a lot of the coaching concepts are really helpful. And what what you were talking about, Ryan, um, like you basically, it's like one of the components that I talk about that I teach with coaching is like align to what's important to you. And so, you know, you have ways of doing that and that align with your family. And so I think that's a good place to go is like just connecting with like, well, what is important to me? And like, what are my values? What are my beliefs? What am I willing to take a stand for? And show up and aligned with that, right? And make your choices or don't make choices, whatever, you know, whatever is the right thing at at the time. But like, if you're aligned to that, you know, like that's gonna feel better even when it's hard, even when there's emotions that are difficult to be with, like at least you know you're aligned with what's important to you.
0: Yeah, it's made all the difference. And I, and, and with the kids, it, it's definitely led to a calmer kind of outlook. It's um, And so it's, it's been nice, but yeah, I mean, it's, you know, we're not getting parent of the year awards this year. There's way too much time on screens. There's way too much time, sorry
1: screens. I think every parent deserves like a medal this year. I mean, for real, screen time isn't the thing that's going to like be the thing that defines your child right now. What's going to define your child is like you being there for them and modeling, right? Like that it's okay to be having emotions. It's so, you know, and then here's how we align to what's important to us. And And naps. I'm going to give you a medal, man. Both of you medals this year.
2: So. You know, um, so uh, this really reminds me, this whole conversation, have, have either you seen the documentary 180 Degrees South?
0: No.
1: No. Uh-uh. You
2: have put it on the top of your watch list. So th- there's it, this moment, this, it's about a guy that's a, that's a free climber, and he climbs, um, uh, he climbs uh, Patagonia. Mm-hmm. And so the interesting thing about this is, uh, like, I feel like this moment in this documentary, this guy... He was, he kind of quit climbing and he uh, had a normal job. He had a really good girlfriend. He had an apartment he was doing, you know, what everybody's supposed to do, do being, you know, what, doing well for himself, you know, let's get into management, right? Because we all really love that. Um, and so he decided that he would go on one last adventure and somebody hooked him up with a guy that uh, that ha- was taking a sailboat down to Patagonia. And he was, you see him on, on, on the phone, they're filming him on the phone. And he, the guy, the, his employer is basically saying, if you don't come back, you don't have a job. And then his next call is with his like fiance. And she's like, if you don't come back, I'm, this is over. And he was like, the next picture is him getting on the sailboat and going down to climb Patagonia because he was doing what he loved to do. And it was like, I always remember that moment in that documentary because of how inspiring it was, right? The guy loved to climb and he was not going to let anything get in his way, right? Like he just did it. So I think that's uh, a good lesson for everybody, right? I
1: think that kind of shows that like, life isn't easy and clean and you know, it's like that hurt people. It hurt him, it hurt other people. And it It was probably a really hard decision Mm -hmm. and painful, potentially I would imagine, but at the same time, he was aligned with like what he knew he wanted and what was important to him.
0: Yeah, I think that's a, that we've come back to that again. And I think it's so important, like sitting down and, and really considering what do you believe, what's actually important, right? how do you want to intentionally show up? It's like all the things we know we should do. Brian,
1: um, have you taken a course that might talk about some of
0: those things? I might have. I mean, which <laughs> course are you referring to Agile Socks? So. Master what's that?
1: Scrum Master Grow.
0: Scrum Master Grow. So this is Stephanie. And it's, um, it's wonderful. Right. So it's, uh,
1: so I'm curious, like you're you're using the language that I use, and I was curious if that was intentional or if it's just like kind of like the way you think now.
0: It's the way that, um, so what's interesting is your materials reinforced, um, and I didn't have all of it figured out, like you de- you definitely like have filled in, well, I mean, you, we've talked about this, like right? even learning how to become a trainer, you filled in a lot of gaps that I had um, as far as like presence and teaching and. And so this is not a new concept, like you've been kind of teaching and coaching me for years, whether you know it or not. Um, but this, yeah, your coaching course has helped me. Like there's things that we intuitively do. But then can you explain it? And do you know why you're doing it. And some of the and some and a lot of it was new. So I'm like, Oh, this makes total sense. And I should adapt and, and embrace this. And some of it was just reaffirming, like, all right, that makes sense. And that's what this is called. And but yeah, I think that the language is important, right? It's yeah. it's a really great course. I mean, we'll we'll throw a link on YouTube for people to check it out. But it's if you want to show up in a powerful way, aligned with your values, fully aware and intentful about what you believe and the way that your principles and values work, I can't think of a better way to, to first explore and discover that, but then come up with a plan to actually do that. Mm-hmm. And I think people skip over that. that, they skip over the explore and discover, and they go straight to do.
2: Mm-hmm. And I think
0: you spend a lot of time in that space just being uncomfortable with the fact that I don't know who I am, I don't know what I believe, mm-hmm. I don't know the principles that I'm really trying to follow, and the way that you force people, not force, but you provoke like that kind of panic moment and then that, that discovery, super, super powerful.
1: Wow. I love that's That means so much to me. Um, I know that it's been a while since you looked at that and
0: yeah.
1: um, it's, it's, it is actually a course that's designed to be something you can revisit. And so um, I've actually been thinking about like literally retaking my own course again um, because, it, you know, when, when you experience rapid change, right? Like like the world has just shifted, and like everything you thought was important, so like you're kind of starting to question, like, well, was that really important, right? And you know, it's it's good to realign on those things. Um, and I, like, I think that's the thing. Like, I learn through like breaking these concepts down and like finding, like, oh, well, this is totally related to this. We might use different words, but the concepts are similar, and we can integrate them. And I love doing that work and like trying to figure out how do I explain this? Like, like how do I explain the experiences I've had doing this work? And how do I put these concepts together in a way that like are actionable for other people? Um, And so you just, that just made my day. Um, And yeah, like, I think I'm going to start my course again on Monday.
0: (laughs) You know, I I feel like I need to start that course. Todd needs this course, but <laughs> things that are important, like, and that just kind of, that just hit me really, really powerfully. Like my family on my wife's side, um, it's super tight. Like this is a group, so I'm not a hugger. I've had to learn how to become a hugger. Like I'm working on it, but they, these people, like the first day, like she brought me home to have dinner with her mom and her stepdad. And it's just like, Hey, and it's like, I'm like, Whoa. and And trying to but now it's, it's such a, a tight-knit group of people. Like we, have di- we used to have dinner every Sunday, right? The family would get together and the kids would play and they'd see their cousins, they'd see their aunts, they'd see their grandparents, you know, 20, 30 people. And, and, and a bunch of people who have kind of been adopted into our family and um, we haven't done that in like two months. And I used to kind of like, oh, we have to go do this or, and not always, but sometimes it would just be like, oh, I'm really busy or I have a trip coming up, or I'm going to be a few hours late because I have to take a call. I will never do that again. That is important. Like that is, that is like the most important thing we do in a week is get the family together, break bread, check on each other, care about each. I mean, that's just, and it's that kind of stuff that we're kind of learning throughout this as well. Brian, I just can't help but think about all the total
2: awkward bro hugs that we've had in the past. I know, that, I'm like worst sucker. Yeah, oh, like I've been before, where someone's trying to hug me and I like go in like this. Yeah, you know?
0: yeah. <laughs> like, I hug. Bump. <laughs> now we have an excuse, Todd. Now we can just be like, "Hey, elbow bump." <laughs> like, Gucci or Fauci's like, yeah. <laughs> Oh, jeez.
1: No, we're just gonna put on full body suits and like hug it out.
0: <laughs> next time I see you Steph I'm gonna hug you so I, I hopefully we don't have COVID
1: I'm a huge hugger and so like a I live alone and we can't touch people <laughs> so, I'm just like oh my like physical like physic physicality of like showing how much like you care about people and you love them it's like It's so hard to like just do the zoom girls night with my friends and I I did though like okay, so what you said Ryan really resonated um, because I actually distinctly remember um, right before all this happened I had um, Like I was trying to schedule lunch with my grandma and my cousin they live about an hour 20 minute drive from here So it's not too far Um, but I was like really stressed at the time, you know, I was like, had a class coming up probably that I was preparing for. And I, um, I had started working on my coaching skills course. Like I had to like film the videos for that and had to get the scripts ready. It was like, Oh, like, I don't really know if I have time. And I remember thinking about canceling and like, like moving it to another weekend and I didn't, we, we had, we did it and, it and it was, you know, we had a great time um, and it, was just, it wasn't that much time. It was, you know, like a four hour total thing. Um, and now like, I am like, oh my God, if I had canceled that, like if I had rescheduled that, and that was like a whole another month or six weeks, probably that I wouldn't have seen my grandma. Like I would have just felt like a biggest jackass. Yeah. Um, and, and I have taught my grandma, who's 85 years old, how to use Zoom.
0: Mm, nice.
1: I deserve a medal for
0: this. We we will, we will find you a medal. This is amazing.
1: Trying to,
2: to respond talk- to that with a Zoom reaction. I just clapped.
1: Oh, I, ooh, cool.
2: <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I thought that'd be i thought that'd be fun to do i Uh, just just
1: (laughs) (laughs) i just learned that was a feature like a week ago
2: Uh, me too i actually just learned it today when when someone in ryan and i's class did it and i was like where how they they do that and then i like kind of like googled it quick
1: you're like oh yeah but so i've been doing um zoom calls with my grandma and it's been fantastic that's awesome But it's not the same you know what I mean as of course you know what I mean um it's it's great and I'm glad we're staying connected that way um but yeah it's not it's not the same
0: no I am I I definitely feel very fortunate to to be under quarantine with my wife and kids like we like my the boys and I we play games and we have a good time my daughter every day around 2 p.m she's like nap time dad and I'm like sure (laughs) <laughs> let's go take a 30 minute nap. So actually I woke up from that and then came and did this, uh, the show with you guys. And, and of course, you know, having a, a wife where like we've, we've built a gym in our garage and so we're able to lift together and still stay somewhat active and still, you know, do things together. And it's, I, I, you do deserve a medal, Stephanie. I can't imagine yeah. the, the solitude, but I'd also imagine at some points, maybe the, the quiet is kind of nice too.
1: So I am an introvert. And I'm an outgoing introvert. So for people who've met me, you might be like, what? Um, but I love alone time. And since I teach, like I hibernate for like three to four days after I teach a class. <laughs> like I love am pounding
2: it. you for that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, I need to be yeah. away from people. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm actually really fine being alone, Like, like the alone time and the quiet. And like, I love my house and I love my space and I don't have to deal with like, you know, who left the dish out and, you know, like any of that. Uh, I don't have to homeschool any children. Right like I'm super grateful for a lot of those things. Um, but yeah, like it is a little bit like I was thinking about it. Has it been seven weeks, eight weeks? I don't know. It could have been like 187 <laughs> weeks at this point that I've really like not like touched another human, you know, and like haven't really been face to face with many people I know except for my neighbor who's amazing and probably the only reason I am not completely insane right now
2: it makes it you, you know what it makes me think of you like you remember like there's a ton of shows out there those people that are like scared to leave their houses
1: oh yeah you know what
2: it's I mean could you? something like that yeah yeah well I like what's the one show that I I shouldn't I won't admit that I watched that show but yeah, like, but, yeah I, I was thinking about that the other day because i hadn't left my house for like 11 or 12 days and i had to just go run go to like a you know home Lowe's, which is to get some stuff to do some stuff around the house and i was like freaked out about it i'm like oh my and i got there and i'm just like just completely disoriented right because i'm like literally living in my own world I, I don't know if this is a really good thing for me or a bad thing for me but I was like completely disoriented by it, um, so I, I don't know. I, uh, I I wonder if there's going to be some residual issues from that. Coming yeah,
1: out. I um I so I took this super seriously, um, and, and I don't know how you guys feel about this, but I think like since we have such an international community of trainers, and like many of them are my friends, like when I we started hearing about this in a more real way, like a more personal way. I think earlier than others and um, it hit the west coast sooner and I've got a number of friends out on the west coast through the leadership program that I'm in and so I was like whoa this is happening Mm -hmm. and I like did not go anywhere I did not go to a single store for at least four weeks maybe five or six and I finally went to the store Um, but I was freaked out like for real like I It was a very stressful experience and I went to a store at like the time of day that there really weren't many people there. The store had really good distancing measures like they weren't letting many people in and it actually was like when I my brain was like this is very safe they're doing the right things like I'm happy to like this is the place I am right now but like I felt the, that stress and anxiety, yeah. and
2: then you get and you get home and you like hug a wall. And you're like, I made it. <laughs> well, <laughs> I made or it walk, back you're, here. someone coughs, and you're like, Yeah, what's your what's your problem, man? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> like, like, Stop I, it! If that was, was fake, we're
1: gonna have like some like I don't know like some some residual effects mm-hmm. like socially around. Like, I actually was on a, a, a leadership call. It was yesterday and one of the things that came up was around um not trusting anymore mm-hmm. and like I don't trust being out in the world like I don't like there's a level of like I don't trust nature because this is nature like nature gave us a nice little like bitch slap here <laughs> however <laughs> you want to look at it it's yeah. nature like the pandemic is nature and also though like do you trust the people around? Like the reason I think we're afraid when we go to the grocery store is we're like, "Did you wash your hand? Did you touch something?" Like, yep. are we you know, like it, there's like a weird um, there's a weird psychology happening around it, and I think we'll get through that. I think we'll get over that eventually, but it's it makes me sad yeah. um, that I that I feel that you know.
0: But it's normal. We had that in our family where, um, I. I... I don't know who listens to this, so I won't out them, but we had a particular family member who was deciding that it's still fine that their kids are doing sleepovers, that you know, they're still just doing normal life. There's no social distancing. There's no consideration for any of it. It's like, this is a hoax. This'll just be fine. And so we're, we're opposite of that. Like If people have that viewpoint, great. right? Um, I respect everyone's right to be wrong. And so that's, that's where I'm at with it. And, but then someone that we care about and, and we wanted to see interacted with that group and then tried to interact with our group. And then we had to do the calculation of, well, no, this can't happen anymore. Cause we don't trust that this was okay. And it's like this. So who have you been with? Who have you seen? Except we're not talking about, you know, the normal, like the context of those questions would be totally, they were different years ago. Now it's, you know, who, who did you get within six feet of? Mm -hmm. Where, you know, and that's, it's been a really bizarre calculation that, um, yeah, it it is that trust though, right? It's that real weird, do I trust you to do the right thing so that I won't get hurt? And that's really stressing relationships.
1: There's also a, do I trust myself? Because like, do I trust myself to be vigilant? So one of the things that like, like I'm all, like I'm wearing my mask, I'm all on board with this. But one of the things I don't like about wearing my mask is it makes me have a false sense that I'm being did. And my brain is like, no, 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 You're doing this to protect other people. You are still at risk. Don't touch anything. Don't touch your face, like wash your hands.
0: Hands and in the pockets.
1: Yeah, like, so it's, there's a level of even trusting yourself, right? Like I could be carrying this, I could infect other people. Um, so it's a real uh, weird, weird thing to be with.
0: You probably can't like a, on on camera, but my knuckles are literally red and raw from just the washing. Like, notice <laughs> that like like I am I'm all in on social distancing and hand washing and masks and like I've I literally <laughs> have to use like a cream at night just to like do a little repair so I can wash them the next day. It's wild. And you know, so so like I wear a mask. Like I
2: wear a mask. Usually, not 90% of the time, I wear I wear a hat. I wear a hat, right? So I was in, I was in Lowe's. This is I, I, I swear, like a hat and a mask. (laughs) Yeah, well, I was wearing a mask in Lowe's, and I turned, and my head like bumped something, and it like took my mask off. Like I'm like the most awkward person in the world, right? Yes. Like I'm like in Lowe's, and my mask like is down, and I'm like, what the. What's going on? I'm like freaking out. I'm just like, oh my god, did I get it? Right, like come home. I'm like, am I giving it? Yeah, I'm like, I'm just, I'm like freaking out. Like, I don't know. So it like,
1: days? what's that? <laughs> Has it been 14 days?
2: Yeah. Oh no. It's, Actually, it's no. It's six been six days. Can we get
1: well, it through the Zoom? A week from now. What's it? Okay. Check in with me a week from now. Mean, okay.
2: From now. okay. okay. Be, all right. I will.
0: Yeah. I did want to show that it you- was just my
2: head My my hat hitting like a you know one of those side
0: things. Yeah. So so I promised a meme, and this is one that my wife actually created. This is Kristen. She's brilliant. This was done in our house. I put it online and it went kind of viral, especially on Twitter. I don't know if you can see that picture. Yeah. She was so sick of seeing kids (laughs) put dishes in the sink. It was. I didn't realize you
1: created that. I thought you were like sharing some internet thing.
0: Oh, I'll find another one real quick here. No, I got, I got I one. one.
1: I saw you shared that, and I love that you actually created it.
0: Oh, Kristen put the tape across the sink and said, put dishes in the dishwasher. Oh. It was Ryan, Ryan, I'm
2: texting you one that I think is, is appropriate to share. Okay. Uh, and it, it circles back to an earlier part of our conversation the three of us.
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, no um okay so,
2: so first of all you, you guys know that i'm a i'm a big philly sports fan i live just outside of philadelphia right so this this has to do with tiger king all
0: right so i will okay. i'll get that loaded up
2: yeah load that up
1: you guys do know they released another episode right
2: yes yeah i haven't watched it yet <laughs> but,
1: Um just like keep releasing them interview anyone. <laughs> i want to know what they're doing right
0: now
2: <laughs> it's so it's so ridiculous
0: (laughs) well okay so i will show what uh i'll show what todd just sent over it's uh it's pretty good
2: yeah so so if you know that i'm a philadelphia sports fan i have um i have eagle season tickets so we obviously cannot stand the dallas cowboys right if you know anything about philadelphia that's there is this angst against the dallas cowboys I don't care who wants to comment on this about talking about all the Cowboys Super Bowl rings. You're wrong.
1: There will be a lot of comments. Yeah. On
2: yep, you cheated. They were all on the juice.
0: Oh, you're going dark, man. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's focused on this area right here. <laughs> yes. The Dallas Cowboys, and it's it's a hat, right? Look at that. All right, so that's gonna. Any comments need to go to uh, Todd Miller on uh, <laughs> on any Dallas uh, any Dallas fans who are upset.
2: Someone is typing a comment. Uh-oh.
0: <laughs> it, it went up literally five seconds ago, and there's already a comment. Brewing. Good job, Todd. Uh-oh. As Ryan
2: says, we can we can agree that I'm right. I or I, I just know.
0: suspect other people's rights. I was going to say, I don't think that's what
2: Ryan said. I tried. Okay. I'm not known for my smoothness.
0: Potato, potato, right? I. We can all just agree that I'm right. That's not exactly what Ryan said, Todd.
2: I drank an 8.5% beer, right?
0: Very good, Crap you it like a champ. How are we doing on time box I'm, I'm on my second. I'm <laughs> so I have a serious Oops. question here. Todd, should, do we have to reload?
1: I don't know what that means. Oh, wait, you're talking about beers. Oh my God, I thought you meant like something about live streaming on
0: YouTube. I was like, no, reload we have to reload and mean? keep this. What do you think?
2: I I I'm I'm gonna have to probably say I better not right now. Like because I think is. that my wife is carrying groceries.
0: <laughs> oh, so you're gonna spend the next hour and a half disinfecting groceries. Oh my god. Yeah.
1: Talk, okay. So I do Let's know, reload. <laughs> I have a
0: question.
1: What are some of the super weird things that you're now doing?
0: Um oh. like
1: we all disinfect our groceries, right? And we do take an hour and a half to do it, right? what are the other weird things
0: you're doing i bought a light on on amazon it's not here yet but it's a light that disinfects and so you you put it into a lamp you cannot be present when the light is on because it will hurt you it'll burn your eyes it'll burn your skin it's it's but you put it in a room you turn it on and anything the light touches within 10 minutes is completely disinfected no viruses no bacteria did you buy this on an infomercial? No, it's off of Amazon. It's the same <laughs> light bulb. So he got. They so, found it a great deal on QVC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was a. I thought it was kind of silly, but it's actually the same bulbs they use in hospital labs to disinfect areas. So it's not here yet, but when it gets here, we will be zapping the hell out of anything that comes in the house.
2: Wow.
0: Uh, to get stuff off of it. Yep. Yeah, Who has a quarantine zone for their Amazon packages? Yeah. Yep.
1: Yep. I, so like I actually wipe down the packages and then they sit in the quarantine zone for 48 hours and then I open the package and then I disinfect the inside of it and then it might sit for another day or two in the quarantine zone. Like that's how ridiculous I am about it.
2: You get like super excited. You're just like, okay, it's, we, I only have one more hour. <laughs> I, get to, I get to use this thing.
0: Right. <laughs> Who's making like really just bizarre Amazon purchases?
1: So I've had to I've had to buy some chemicals because I tell us uh, more. I do not panic <laughs> anything and I don't keep things like hand sanitizer and Lysol wipes yeah. around. Like I just don't. And so I had to make my own. Um and so like when you were talking about your hands being like really like dry and red, yeah. I have this picture. I'll send it to you, Ryan. My hand like literally was like deteriorating. It looked looked like zombie flesh. Like I had like these white spots on it. And I think it's because of like the chemicals I've been like making my own hand sanitizer and my own wipes out of. Um, But yeah, I've I've ordered some interesting chemicals that like I didn't know what they were before. And I was like Googling, I'm like, okay. (laughs)
0: Stephanie's (laughs) like, so COVID cannot live on my hand but neither can flesh. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> the moisturizer it went away, so I think we're good.
0: <laughs> Very good. <laughs> Very good. Todd, anything weird showing up at your house? I mean, it's just normal weird for, for me. I
2: mean, I don't think really anything that weird, to be honest with you. I mean, uh, uh, probably to the normal like human being, it would be weird, but...
1: You know what I did the other day? What'd you do? I traded vodka for a cilantro plant. <laughs>
0: That's, so that's what, did you, awesome. what, what did you get?
1: I got the cilantro plant. Um, I happen to have vodka. I'm not much of a liquor drinker. I tend to stick with my IPAs and my red wine. Yep. Um, but like, I, I actually this is actually also ridiculous. I just realized I had to go to the liquor store because I ran out of rubbing alcohol and you can't buy it anywhere to make oh my. my own cleanate, my hand sanitizer. And So I had to buy, like, the generic version of Everclear. I had to buy (laughs) green alcohol to make more hand sanitizer. And I was like, well, while I'm here, I'm picking up some vodka. (laughs)
2: like real vodka and then were you just like driving around being like hey um anybody want to trade this vodka for some cilantro plant
1: my neighbor actually (laughs)
2: like
1: (laughs) like going to Lowe's to get some she's like a gardener like she doesn't kill things I kill everything and I was like well you know what like get me a cilantro plant like I'll probably kill it and she's like can I have some vodka? <laughs> like, well, it's, know. You know, like, you ran out of vodka. I'll give you enough for, for drinks uh, for the weekend, and you just get me a cilantro plant. We're good.
2: <laughs> I, I just pictured this like,
0: we'll trade vodka for cilantro plant. Like, <laughs> it seems like a weird trade, but I don't know. Emma, <laughs> do you think that's a good trade? Yeah. No, Emma agrees.
1: My friends disagreed. My friends thought that as well. But you know what? I love my guacamole.
0: Ah, I love guacamole too.
1: I drink more beer than vodka. And I got like 8 million bottles of red wine.
0: I think you're set.
1: I think I'm set.
0: This is my little nap, buddy. She's looking for me. It's like, why did you wake up, Dad? Did we take a good nap? (laughs) Well, I think that's probably a sign that our time boxes hit when kids are sneaking into the room. So Stephanie, we appreciate you doing this. Um, we thoroughly enjoyed it. You got to come back and have another beer with us. Anytime. Uh, uh, yeah, anytime. next time we should probably have two. Let's see see what happens then. That would get wild. So <laughs> we get.
1: Uh, I do have like ten thousand more questions now that we actually started, so we should do it
0: again. We definitely will, and so we'll get a bunch of links to your stuff in the in the notes. We'll make sure people can check out the coaching and the classes and the training and all the great stuff that Stephanie's into we'll get a link to the blog maybe that'll get you to maybe reminisce about a trip and write another post we'll see um no thank you you're probably right um but yeah otherwise Stephanie thanks for for joining us I hope the beers were good Uh, good pace amazing amazing Todd Trillium
2: yeah you can't go wrong with Trillium yep it's totally worth the duffel bag worth of it
0: (laughs) well cool that's another episode of Craft Brewed Agile we hope Everyone enjoyed it. Leave us some comments. Let us know what you're thinking. Um, without yeah, right? Tell them, Emma, leave us feedback. Yeah. Thank you, baby. All right, leave us feedback. We'll see how uh, what you like, what you don't. We'll make we'll inspect and adapt. And until next time, you know, be safe.